Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Here's what I love about Marcus Houston. He's been able to take a significant fashion L in every single era. Wow, that's true. What you about to bring up? I'm about to bring up the clear suit. I know what you about to bring up. <laughs> I obviously that was legendary. Legendary. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was pre-COVID. I'm pretty Wait sure I was before the towers <laughs> fell, I think. I think we still had the towers. I think he was still dating Beyonce when he did that. He, he was oh, like... Oh! <laughs> people would never forget! <laughs> no, oh, I think he was in a clear suit, smashing Beyonce. So, you know. I knows? can't believe she let that fly. I like to think that Marcus used to never actually smash Beyonce uh, and they just dated. It makes me feel better. I also would like to think that. <laughs> she is a queen, and I would like to know that she did not do that. Get your clear hands off of me. Listen, I, I, I play chess. Sometimes queens make bad moves, you know what I mean? You got you to gotta move back and rethink yourself, baby girl. button and big old legs welcome back to another episode of my mama told me the podcast where we dive deep deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories and we work to prove that the t in t-pain does not in fact stand for tallahassee it stands for <laughs> troutman as in his real father roger troutman of zappin roger a pioneer of the vocoder A.K.A. the fucking voice thing that T-Pain does. He is, in fact, a Nepo baby. It was not on him. It was in him the whole time, (laughs) y'all. Wake up. I am David Boren. 
I'm Langston Kerman, and I'm I'm stunned at this revelation. You're saying that he had a silver auto tuner in his mouth when he was born. He was born with <laughs> it in his mouth. You thought he invented that shit? Come on, baby. You saying he cried beautiful? Just that wow. was that was. He grew up to the sounds of <laughs> so rough, so tough. In the city of good old Watts. If it's true, devastating. Truly, we've all been rooting for T-Pain, I think in part because of we thought he got it up. for You know what I mean? He was doing it from the ground up. He did I that by himself. I also felt like he got it out the mud. I was like, rapper turned singer. Like, I get it. Come on, man. But no, nah, nah, T-Pain's man. out here just just you didn't even hear the whole. Nepotism, you right? didn't even hear the whole conspiracy <laughs> theory. Roger Troutman was killed by Larry Troutman who was also percussions in the Zap band. Yeah. I think it was a beef over T-Pain's mom and the illegitimate son. Whoa. Back up. Fuck. Too hot right now. I'm too Fuck. hot right now. Drop a... I'm too hot right now. <laughs> I'm too hot right now. Drop, drop a... Call motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. That's this is heavy, dog. I don't even. I think That's if we're gonna truly day. unpack That's it, we would day. have to do a different day. It's a different day. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you might notice that the audio fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we're not a perfect show. There are hijinks every week with this with this program. Mostly, I would say, on David and I's part. I, yes. I would, I would oh, say yeah. that, <laughs> that if there is an issue with the show, it's usually David or I's fault or my my fault in... And we're we're not proud of that, but we're not gonna we're, we're not, not gonna, gonna hide from it. it. We're yeah. not we are not men who pretend like we are not flawed. No. If you if you cut us, do we not bleed? Uh, we bleed and we we bleed a lot and if and... you play cha cha, do we not slide? <laughs> <laughs> One hop this time, you know? <laughs> now Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties. This episode has sort of uh we we we've had some hijinks. We lost the first little segment of the show and we assure you, dear listener, that it was hilarious. Ooh. There were funny shit inside of this motherfucker, you know? Oh. You would have loved it. Remember the first time you saw that Patty LaBelle rolling on the floor video? That's what you would have <laughs> had you heard the first time. But you, but it's gone now. It's gone. That, there's nothing we can do about it. It's it's lost in the ether, lost in the, the sands of time. But here's the good news. Our guest is is a phenomenal talent, a, a hilarious, hilarious person, a, a man who who you know best from from his podcast, Wine and Weed, but you probably know him best from, from being one of the co-hosts of the long-running show, maybe the longest-running show in maybe the history, in the history? of man. <laughs> it's like that in General <laughs> Hospital, I think. I don't think I I dare to say there's nothing longer. It's it's that show, General Hospital, The Simpsons, and C-SPAN. I think that the <laughs> those four are are the sort of Mount Rushmore of long running shows. But he's one of the co-hosts of Ridiculousness. He's a, a hilarious man, a dear friend, and and we're 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 gonna jump straight to the research section of this episode. So don't be thrown off by the sort of weird. Cutting and pasting, if you if it w- were. Because you know what? That's just show business. And honestly, you're lucky to have us. So what are you going to do? What the fuck? We could be anywhere right now. Bro, you don't think I could have been working for fucking Allstate? <laughs> selling term life right now? I could have been a term life god. I could have had equity. 
I'm here Come talking on, to you, losers, because of art. I would be putting a tire in some water and telling you where the hole is right now. Come yeah. on. You don't think my man would have been a, a big old savant? <laughs> Quit playing with me. But our guest, uh, he, he's hilarious. Give it up for Stilo Brim, everybody. Stilo. Mm, amazing. You came to us, Stilo, with a conspiracy that that I I would argue also <laughs> is going to be up for some debate as to whether or not one. it falls into reality. Oh, right? Not by me. Hey, I'm not pushing back, baby. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> we all good over here. I'm not pushing back. But but I, I I dare say you are going to upset certain gentlemen in in our our communities. Uh, you said my mama told me. Never trust a black man without a mustache or a white man with one. They're both pedophiles. Stilo, I did a bunch of research on your conspiracy that I would love to unpack with you now. Oh, I and love I, it. I think, I think you're, it's, it's some pretty promising research. It was far more information than I expected to be able to find. I thought that this was just be like speculation, but yeah. now there seems to be some real research behind this motherfucker. Okay. So what's ex- especially interesting is that apparently the associations of mustaches and pedophiles is much more contemporary than we actually realize. Now, mm. like, I thought this was like something that dated back millennia and shit. But oh, like, no, I thought it was like the 40s, 50s. See, I, I even that seems like a thing, but apparently August of 2003 Damn. is, is no, really like the... <laughs> I started the rumor. <laughs> I was the person that started this. If it's 03, for sure. <laughs> and you know what's funny? The article said Stilo Brim was walking around his high school calling niggas pedophiles when they Got had to. no facial hair. Got to. Those people did turn out to be pedophiles. That's fair. And that's and that's where that's see research. Yeah. You gotta do your research. I just spoke it into them and now I feel guilty. (laughs) Right. No, 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 no. I gotta explore this. Don't put that on yourself. Don't put that on yourself. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're absolutely correct. Why is Stilo saying this every day? Maybe I gotta unpack this suddenly. Oh, I, I will say that. So uh, August of 2003 is sort of like its first appearance in sort of like the the public lexicon. Right. The Internet. <laughs> itself. Uh, Research from again. They, they said they said it first appears apparently on urban big. urban dictionary. Yeah, I'm a Bing man. Okay. Love a, a sweet Bing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they said the definition on urban dictionary for stash. This was their first definition of it was a person who is genetically uh, predispositioned to have upper lip hair, usually accompanied by av- av- aviator sunglasses, police issue gloves and a pedophilia like stare down. Yeah, the, that's so, him. Yeah. I, I, I just saw him dead in my head. When you were talking, I was like, that's the guy who that man. That's the guy. Please. I don't need to see no other pictures. I know. <laughs> I, I have a few questions, even as far as this research goes. Yeah. Hey, when was UrbanDictionary.com invented? Oh, 
That, Ooh, my boy a, did that. My boy did that in science class. I think that was the only one. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So it was like if it was because if this was when the site was new, there had to be a term of it catching up to previous pop culture oh, ideas. Meaning where that they were filling day? in the blank. So oh, it had okay. been prevalent for years. That's just when they put it on. That this oh. is some shit that came out in '86, but we didn't get hip to it till 2003. That's because that, the because the website came up in late '02. They were mm-hmm. still just backfilling. All right, what urban slang do we need to put on there? Because I, I ninety nine urban dictionary is ninety nine. Oh, right before. Okay, the I'm doing a little research myself, guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> show, you know? Did you just say the Willennium? <laughs> yeah, that's how I measure time. Is uh, <laughs> post Willennium. <laughs> I, I myself, I'm uh, I'm 23 years old, past the millennium. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> you really have that album? You had that album? Oh, I had that. Of course, I, I had that fact. album. Because no, you and my that cousin, was a bad really one. Friends, and that was his favorite album. Come on, man, that was really. Great. You liked that <laughs> album better than Big Willie style? It was just talking. If we're talking canon. Nah, it wasn't about better or worse. It was about inspiration. And that nigga was inspiring me <laughs> in 99. There was nobody else that could inspire me more than Will Smith oh, in 99. No. A great year. He was he was killing it in 99, man. Was that was that when Miami came out or was that before? That's post-Miami. Miami oh. is, I think, in the... Uh, what was on Willennium? Yeah, what's on Willennium? Well, you don't even uh, know. Yeah, I give me a second. Uh, <laughs> he had that song, and I think it was with Cisco. I want to say he had it was oh. uh, no, it was with uh, KC, and he had that song oh, with KC. Will any yes, another uh, year. Well, Wild Wild West was the first single release for Millennium. Yeah, and then he had that Will, song was bad. Then he had Will Two K, which is crazy. Man. Come on, which is a crazy come on. Man. And then he had Freaking It come out. Come Freaking on. it. What was on that? I don't. One? I don't even remember freaking it. But come yeah. on, my boy was my boy was being sexy for the last time. Come on. No, he was ne- he was sexy on Big Willie style. I don't know why I'm going so hard for Big Willie style. Yeah, that was a great real. record. What you mean? <laughs> it was clearly written by Nas. Yeah. Well, yeah. certain certain songs for sure. There were a we few. could snicker all night on my Jolly Ranch. Will Smith didn't write that. No, nah, I didn't write that down. He he liked it though. Oh, he was I don't like, play Will. He got that. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> I take him a little longer, but he got that. He got it. He got. It. He just had to sit in there with, it, <laughs> chew it on a cigar, and listen to the beat. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. So I will say it sounds like you boys are not uh, in tune with the the possibility of this 2003 start date. But I will say that additionally, what they claim is that in 2006, Adam Morrison, y'all remember Adam Morrison? Of course. That big motherfucker from uh, Gonzaga Gonzaga. uh, with the mustache apparently is the thing that pushed it over the top. I thought you were talking about Return of the Mac. No, (laughs) that's Mark Morrison. Hey, oh, I, I do no remember this hair. dude. Yeah, yeah he, he looked like Lurch. Yeah. He was high all the time. He Love played yeah. for Bobcats too, right? He did. Yeah, he, yeah he that was had a weird a, looking dude. I think he was a super early pick in the NBA and a super regrettable choice for, for a number few three. teams. Yeah. Number yeah. yeah, he went number three and then did not do anything for anybody for a long time. He would thrive in the NBA today. It's just at that time, you know, he wasn't. Yeah. They, he was in a, an era where bigs needed to be bigs, and, and he ain't know how to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You had to be a you had to be kind of an animal. But Adam Morrison apparently was getting made fun of so often, despite being the 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 leading scorer in the NBA, in the NCAA that year. He be, was being made fun of specifically for his mustache so often that literally crowds were chanting "Amber Alert" at him while he was playing in games, and that subsequently increased the Google searches that ultimately became the popularity of the pedo stash. I remember being at that game. A young guy, Amber Alert. (laughs) We're getting that chance started. (laughs) Now, the question is, any regrets? Because you were yelling at a boy. He was a a child. (laughs) I think Adam Morrison was like 20 when he graduated. Sure. He he wasn't a one and done. He went for all four years, didn't he? Uh, Yeah, he wasn't a one and done guy. I know that for sure. No, I waited until he became 19 to start yelling (laughs) those kind of things. I was never a child. With catcalling, that's really all you can do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ask Marcus Houston. Yeah, you just gotta uh, wait wait till they're 19. (laughs) And then it's, hey, my baby. Speaking of wild hair choices, can we can we just take a moment for for recent Marcus Houston hairstyles? Ooh, those braids, uh, uh, those fake fake braids. Yeah, fake braids. Yeah, bro, the Tubi braids. 
He was in a Tubi program where he had arguably something far worse than Shamar Moore. Uh, oh, not possible. Not possible. Tyler, it, bro, you got to take a look and just just take a gander. We look at it now and make a choice. You it's really commit. bad. Oh, he looked nothing like Roger. <laughs> <laughs> That's he not the Roger so I know. <laughs> I think he got the braids deleted off the internet. I cannot find them. Oh, you can't man. find the tube. Oh, they're oh, bad. It, I can't find bad. them. Is man. It was a very exciting day on Twitter uh, a few days ago. And I, granted, I don't have a Twitter anymore, but I do have burner accounts and and. And Accounts, boy, huh? What the heck? <laughs> yeah, you got to explore out here. But the point is, oh, this goes on, right? So the 2007, the pedo stash apparently gets this giant influx on Google. It's mm. it's suddenly like become this, this Google hot search all the way up to 51 out of 100 in its scale. And then in 2010, it becomes mm. crazy popular again because Justin Bieber grows his first mustache mm. and everybody starts mm. calling him a pedophile. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it really I'll, seems like just famous people growing mustaches and we're like, yeah, that nigga's a pedophile. That was a pedophile right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> famous people with mustaches? Is that it? <laughs> I think there was just wasn't a term for it. I think it was a thing we all knew. Mm. It's like FOMO. FOMO's been around for everybody. We just didn't put a word on it. Too right. You understand? You found it? Walk us through all of your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, he didn't need designs. They could have kept, <laughs> kept with straight backs. Oh, they're so thick and so high. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a box. A box yeah. cut. On top. It's weird. They sit up tall, baby. Those ain't those also, ain't resting. Also, his beard is fake as well, right? I think everything is fake in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. look oh. good, no. So what's the budget? Oh, this, oh it says right on the front screen, story by Chris Stokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to hear. That's all I need to read. Yeah, it's a bad it's combination. <laughs> oh, my God. Marcus yeah. has been in the news a lot lately. Marcus Houston's been acting up a lot lately. He just but... is notorious for making poor decisions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, physically. Yeah, he, he keeps doing it to himself. And in that way, I respect it. It's like, you, he was you cool focused and immature, on yourself. though. Yeah, obviously, being who you are. And I respect being who that. you are, Marcus yeah, Houston. Yeah. And he did. I, I will say the immature IMX uh, era. My man. Oh, you can't IMX did. as well. Magic. Oh, I, mean, I mean, they both had hits. And that's, what was that's the IMX hit? Was it State of Night? Was that the my one? first time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first time. That was the mm-hmm. IMX hit? Time. That was their biggest hit. Yeah. Oh, they climbing out the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, look, the remember, one, did they have one stay the night though? Was that not a hit? Just though he gave advice in that song. He gave advice in that song. He said, if you're gonna do it, just make sure you strap twice, which is the craziest yeah. advice. Put <laughs> 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 two condoms on. <laughs> I mean, he wore that two-piece clear suit. He's already, he's, already used, he's already used to wearing double plastic. He wasn't like he's, like, he's like, listen, as a man who wears too much plastic, you want it to be thick. You need yeah. that thick coating of plastic. Please double strap. Yeah. Trust. <laughs> so, so, Apparently, and and this article that I read did a lot of research on this. Uh, apparently, if, if you look at the mug shots of contemporary pedophiles, right? Mm. I 
the contemporary I list. I don't either. It's not my taste, but I do report it. But the 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 contemporary collection of mugshots does not, in fact, reflect a bunch of people with the same mustache. That is mm. not necessarily a trend. Yeah, because they're probably hip to it now. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's like this whole school shooter being in the room type thing. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to throw them off the set. They yeah, know, nobody's yeah. nobody's wearing trench coats to shoot a school anymore. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why the white Light guys out. with mustaches now are so cheeky about it because they know it's jumped the shark already. Yeah, if yeah. you wear, if they you know it's back up, to being safe. <laughs> if you're gonna shoot up a school, you're wearing Adidas tracksuit, so you yeah. can really surprise people with whatever your bullshit is. Hey, you, you know, trying to get that motion going, where you gotta <laughs> you you know, move. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> America. <laughs> I love this country. <laughs> <laughs> but but one of the things that, that was especially interesting, right, because they're saying there's no direct correlation for con- right now. But I, however, there was this dude, Tom O'Carroll, who mm. wrote a book in 1980, a book mm-hmm. called, and I'm, I'm not bullshitting this, a book called Pedophilia, The Radical Case, in which he apparently dedicates a lot of his, his literature to making a case for adults and children being able to, to have oh, no. relationships. Okay, all right. Oof. This is that's the the core of the book is him being this like dark. Yeah, no, I, it's I, I want to know how many it. units he sold. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know every unit that went out to every I'm person. I'm sure the government <laughs> has a list of exactly yeah. how what <laughs> units and what addresses they were sold to. I hope he is just an agent. I hope he's just a federal agent who made a fake book and he was like really yeah, this will get him. out. Yeah, whoever buys it will know. I, I hate to break it to you boys, but but actually he was eventually arrested for, wow. you guessed it, pedophilia. And when he hmm. was arrested, his mugshot became sort of like the most quintessential pedophilia mustache man picture in history. That like he he could not look more like what we associate with a pedophile. This is nineteen eighty. Big old thick mustache, long hair, dead-eyed stare. Like oh, it's it's mm-hmm. all the shit that that you would say is a pedophile. And then when you you combine this with people like Jeffrey Dahmer, like Edmund Kemper, like Ted Bundy, like John Wayne Gacy, who all also had thick mustaches, it starts to feel, in fact, like a trend. Hmm. I've never felt more sure of myself. <laughs> that's good that's good yeah. i like that for you. feel great feel great that <laughs> that's what we do on this podcast we yeah, like to make here, people we're really trying to hear to uplift fellow black men that's what yeah. i was shit at the wall and i got here and nah, realized that nah, was brilliant no nah. no nah, nah. <laughs> you thought you thought you were a joke you came over here you're jackson pollock yeah, yeah. man Hey. <laughs> well, one of the things I'm an artist. one of the things that that they then use as a counter argument inside of this article is that they say that all of those men uh, that I just listed rose to their creepy prominence between 1973 and 1991 when mustaches were most in style. And so subsequently, they would say that this is more of a cultural trend rather than a pedophilic trend. Boo. Oh, ooh, I like the last <laughs> part. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were on to something. I'm just presenting information. Yeah. I, I listen. I haven't, I haven't put staked in, you know, in the I, earth. I love that. If nothing else, the research has been mostly about white men. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't covered at all are black men without mustaches, and that's fair. I get it. I think there's not as much research as one hundred percent. I agree with you. Is it is it up to us to do the research? I I'd rather I not be a part of the community. <laughs> you know, black people. And if you spot any out there, I'm not asking you to deliberately go out there and look yeah. for something. I'm saying if you're on the streets and you're walking around and you see somebody without a mustache, call the police. Just make yeah. it simple. Just and we got to get, I think we got to push past this fear of snitching in relation mm. to certain things. Mm -hmm. it, look, if it's some, if you're participating in crime and then a crime happens and then you tell on a motherfucker, that's snitching. That's, that's snitching. And you got to unpack why you did that and how that affects you. However, also, if we you were just, in it together and you snitched. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. Also, like, that's that's probably you, snitching. If you cut my mustache. <laughs> and, you, and you didn't tell me on the way out, hey, man, that's yeah. a bad look. Yeah. If you cut yeah. my mustache, do I not bleed? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that this issue, right, of whether or not this would be snitching to tell on a motherfucker on the street because they they look creepy feels like we need to expand beyond that. We need to say, no, that is objectively dangerous for our youth, for, for our most vulnerable. We got to tell somebody. Yeah. Yeah. As I mean, I'm not. That's Jerry's final thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's fascinating, and we need to take one R. more R. break. R.I.P. too, right? R.I.P. Damn. Yeah. Jerry's, Jerry's. He came on ridiculous as my, one of my favorite guests of all time. Really? Really? Yeah. Man, I thought he was. I, he's one of those ones I never thought he was going. No. Yeah. Yeah, you don't imagine Jerry Springer can die as much as uh, just fade into to quiet. You know we had Larry King as well. Two white men who I never thought would go. Larry King even yeah. talked on the show he was going to freeze himself, and I respected that. I believe Wait, that. I, he didn't get did, to it, obviously. Did Larry King, like, wear suspenders and shit? Like, was he Absolutely. full Larry King? Wow. Full Larry King <laughs> came on there being misogynistic. Old Hell white yeah. stuff that you were like, oh, why? Don't make it like yeah. this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody somebody bad shares their true beliefs, and you're like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly what I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you, you've had a lot of beautiful guests. I will say we're going to take one more break. But when we come back, I do, in fact, have a little bit of research on the the alternative side of this, on the black men with no facial hair that I want to hear from y'all. Let's bring that up. All right. So we're, we'll be back with more Stilo Grimm and more My Mama Told Me. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Why are you gay? Welcome back to My Mama Told Me. We are here with Stilo Brim. I don't have my pad, but I still have my mouth. Yeah. Man of a thousand voices, David Borey. <laughs> Langston Kerman, Stilo Brim. We are discussing the mustache, the, ma- the mustachioed white man and the non-facial-haired black man yeah. in terms of pedophilia. Yeah, or general creepiness. Yeah, overall creepiness. Like, yeah, I'm about to say I feel like it's overall creepiness. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's yeah. overall creepiness. I think they're responsible murders as well. It's not just right. Yeah, that's. I think that's and that's that's where we should have started. Is that it's like also just, you're a weirdo. Yeah, I take you, responsibility. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. And that's maybe fine. that's where where we need to to sort of embrace our non facial haired brothers. Is like for a while they've been called pedophiles, and mm. we don't think you're a pedophile necessarily. We yeah. just think there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It just makes me sad that your face <laughs> doesn't work as good as mine. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. I don't like looking at you, but that doesn't mean you like looking at kids. I think. Yeah, we've all had ugly friends, this. but. Do you? But do you? And that's the real question. And that's the real question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There we so, are. So in relation specifically to the Black men, one of the things that, that I read about or like an argument, arg- uh, an, an article argued, is that Black men largely grow mustaches as a way to affirm their masculinity. That in society where we are so often living around people attempting to steal, control black men's position mm. as as men in a in a world, this is like an effort to to create control for ourselves by growing facial hair uh, and improving our masculinity. Yeah, and you know what it is because the black man I just got a bad chin. Oh, that could be it, that, that could be it too. That's, that's a strong case. Real, real talk, man. It's just like it's better this way. Because the black men who don't have facial hair also either work in finance mm. or politics. Yeah. And, you don't trust, and you don't trust either one of them niggas either way. Yeah, either way. that's a good point. Politicians and, never have facial hair. And, and it, yeah, it, 
Yeah. It means they're playing white guy rules when you play in those spaces, which means yes. that they are willing to cut their facial hair largely because they're like, I need to fit into the rules of some shit that never belonged to me in the first place. Man, let's go there, brother. Let's go there. <laughs> yes. Has has Obama ever has Obama uh, also shout out to Mayor? Hey, you know what though? You know what though? Shout out to Mayor Mayor Webb in Denver. He's black. He always kept a mustache on him. Okay, hell yeah, really? yeah. I'm going to like, Denver, Denver tomorrow. Oh shit, I'm out here. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Right. I was just there two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, yeah. It's the best. Uh, but yeah. So shout out to Mayor Webb holding it down in Denver. Also though. Has Obama, do we have any pictures of Obama with a beard? I'm looking at him right now. I think he's had a mustache before, right? When he had he a mustache tired. when he was like, uh, when he was super young, them cigarette pictures and shit, he'd be having yeah. like a cool mustache. And then I think maybe right after uh, presidency, he might have grown a little bit of facial hair, but it's never been anything substantial. Yeah. I can't find him. No, me either. I saw Photoshop. Yeah. But you know who kept Very the beard? Funny people on the internet. Kwame Pil- Kilpatrick. That man kept a beard. And didn't <laughs> that man couldn't keep a job, though. <laughs> <laughs> that man was wild. <laughs> what about Colin Powell? Yeah, Col- you know Colin Powell didn't grow no facial hair. I don't even know. I think Colin Powell had them burned off. You know what I mean? The the Whatever <laughs> yeah. grows there. It's like, was a cri- like a criminal with fingerprints. He was like, I want no traces. The man, the man named himself after misspelled Colonel. You know what I mean? Like he's he's committed <laughs> to this shit. <laughs> I really can't find Barack with a mustache, but I trust Barack somehow. Oh, I do trust yeah. Barack. Yeah, he ma- he's made it to the exceptional list. As much as I trust a president, it's, it, exactly, exactly. So you. let's I, let's I, let's start with that. Like it's not like, damn, that's crazy. One of the things that they also point out is that in the early 1900s, many black men wore mustaches as a sign of defiance against white supremacy, that much in the way that we're talking about where white people are are telling you clean shaven is the way to be, that's professional, that's the way a man's supposed to look, black mm-hmm. people start growing their facial hair to be like, fuck you, niggas do how we want to do over here. And they said that same kind of resurgence happened in the 1970s because of the Black Power Movement. That like Mm -hmm. a bunch of, you know, like the, uh, like the Black Panthers and shit would grow their facial hair again to, to assert their dominance and defiance against, against the powers that be. Because a nigga without facial hair is definitely giving up secrets. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair. As as many secrets as he has. The only thing he has that many. To be fair to Huey. Did Huey have facial hair? Ah, you shut the fuck up with that. I'm just, bro, I just want to keep it. I just want to keep it real. Again, a strong black man I don't think could grow facial hair. That's that's what I think what it is. If I can see you deliberately trying and veins popping out, but you're trying to make hair pop out, it never comes, brother, I'm okay with that. And you know what? Eldridge Cleaver had enough for the both of them. Yeah. Damn. That counts, right? Yeah, I think so. Because Cleaver had a strong, go- like one of those thick, thick goatees. Yeah, he he was uh, that was a real plus one uh, goatee for you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, he added some some folks to that one. Yeah, he I was mean, tall as hell too. He rocked the shadow here and there. Yeah, Huey. Huey? Shadow. Yeah, Huey had the shadow a couple times, but yeah. Okay, I'll give it to but, him. But the, it sh- to him. but the shadow scares me because it says now that he did cut his facial hair. But that was what year was this? 
I was before 03, obviously, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I started this. All bets are all. Yeah, when you... <laughs> <laughs> this ain't even canon. This is like a yeah, this story. Is, this is before Jesus. We don't know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, all, is, this, is, this is all Old Testament. We yeah, this yeah. is pre-Willennium. We don't know nothing about that. <laughs> so, so the last thing that I'll point out is that they... Also point out that mustaches apparently are not often associated with attracting women. That like their research shows that women are very rarely actually Speak for attracted. yourself, baby. <laughs> They're not interviewing black women. I don't think so. I'm just telling you what the the thing said. But they basically said they don't find that that's something. It's women are more neutral on the mustache. They are, however used more as an, a sort of like weapon against men, that this is sort of like a way of asserting your dominance, much like a buck growing its horns real big. This really? Is men. literally been doing that for the last hour. <laughs> and I stand on that, you no mustache pussies. <laughs> and yeah, it's just men trying to big dog each other with uh, beards and mustaches and shit. I agree. Yeah, but beards yeah. are different. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just yeah, beards. Like, beards are a whole community I respect, you know, of all all races. Mm. Yeah. All yeah. kinds, all colors, beards I respect. All kinds of I don't like it when it goes, I don't like it when it gets too crazy. Like, I don't need you to be a beard guy. I I don't know like, how many Asian men I've met with beards that I've been with. They don't grow good beards. Yeah, I, I know. I, yeah. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go so far as to say that that's not offensive because I've heard I, I know enough <laughs> oh, Asian men. I didn't even know we were gonna Did you hear one of your barbershops? No, no, no. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm a hate filled man, but I, I'm not saying this out of out of hate. I, I truly think their their hair tends to be wispier and it just doesn't beard up like a full oh. beard as well as as they would like often and they're taking our jobs <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay all right <laughs> no, I'm, with you. I'm with you Langston. i like i like them i just don't want one dating my sister now <laughs> now i will throw in something random kind of a you know 88 yeah you know, no please around. go crazy but how do you feel about asian men getting dreadlocks or locks have you seen this the sensation and the process that it takes to to accomplish. How do you feel? Or even not even just that. Also, just the sponge work. Have you seen them get the box with the sponge work? Uh, yeah. I have seen that they're doing crazy things in Tokyo. Where do we land? I feel better about it than I feel about white guys doing it, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. about as good of anything as I have to say about it. I don't even know if I've seen white guys do it. White guys are doing this too? with dreads. The dreads. Oh, yeah, but that's hey, I don't trust that either. I've said that on ridiculous this before. I've already stood on that. I, I don't, don't know trust white guys with dreads. It's not my thing. Have y'all seen the video? <laughs> it's nobody's thing. It's nobody. <laughs> it's not even. Sure. It's not even their thing. Truly, they always regret it. Yeah, they okay. they never stay that way forever. They they no. It's the always a phase. The ones in Venice are they're locked. Yeah, until their dad calls them back to work at the law firm. Yeah, like they're yeah. just they're on they're on rich white guy rumspringer. They'll be yeah. Famous. They they back out eventually. I will say that that I don't know if y'all remember this. Have y'all ever seen the video of them white little white boys doing wave checks? Where they'll like have on like do rags, like and be like wave check, wave check, and then like pull their shit off, and they'll have like crazy. <laughs> 
white boy waves for three minutes until somebody can do this and then suddenly it all goes away. But like yeah. they're do- white white kids are now taking over that space and it makes me terribly uncomfortable. Oh, I you already am- ruined sneakers. What else are you going to take from us? <laughs> I, I love a good white wave check. It is the funniest thing. <laughs> oh, what is this? Because of oh, all this is... off guard. It's always the white guys. You're like, yeah, this kid's adorable. One yeah. day you'll wake up. But for right now, this is great. This is yeah. great. Oh, this is a crazy look. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be the 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 Gen Zers version of, of blackface. Once we sure. go back, yeah. We'll go back this here. nigga was doing wave check <laughs> videos in 2016. <laughs> Gotta go, fire. <laughs> Do they are they Weak. using are they using Dax? <laughs> no, Murray's. Murray's? No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're using, like, Gorilla Glue. I don't know that white people's hair just does that with some Murray's. Oh, this is terrible. Yeah, it's pretty wild But They they got the Bow Wow wave uh, do-rag. Yeah, they got the Bow Wow. They invest. I mean, that is is the best do-rag in the world, though. That's It it really is. Who would have thought thought where that career was going to take him? Do you think Bow Wow owns a big percentage of this, or do you think it's just like, let's use Shot Moss? I think oh, not man. as much as we want him to. <laughs> oh, really? I would love it. I would love it to be proprietary and that he invented it. I well, don't... I know. I let's be honest. We we know he didn't invent it. <laughs> we oh. know this nigga didn't <laughs> sit down and concoct anything. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not the Virgil of do rags. He is is uh. very much a man just making choices. <laughs> but I do think I have hope that that he owns a bigger percentage than we think. I th- I want to believe this is like going to keep him I would like that. You want to think he's a majority owner? You want to think I do, that? I think so, yeah. A majority like owner? I think he's like 51% of that. I would say 25%, but I would say they're still moving units. I was saying 15, but yeah, they're moving units. Fuck. Yeah. Damn. He said 51, man. That's a it's lot a, of that's, listen. That would have had to have been his idea. Yeah, or yeah. he was on the ground floor. I want to thank you. I feel like, like they were making do rags. They would have had to the source the of it himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have had to go it. to. I don't know where they make velvet. I was just gonna out myself. But How here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, and hear me out. Nobody up to this point had ever thought to brand do rags. Even Nelly, when he was doing them two tone do rags, and that was like their signature shit. He never came out with a do-rag company. Bow Wow's the first motherfucker to be like, I'll put my name on it. If I'm a do-rag designer, yeah, they're Bow Wow do-rags. You can have 51% of what is ultimately going to be a billion-dollar You're not going to give them 51 That's a lot, Langston. Yeah, now, now Bow Wow has all the control and power. Yeah, right. and then you see what happens when he runs the ship. Yeah, now he's, <laughs> now he's doing a collaboration with B2K. We don't want it. Yeah. You want the know, bump, 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 limited edition? I want to imagine Bow Wow. You want Bow-Wow. the Raz B Durag? I want to imagine Bow Wow as the Logan Roy of Durags, where he's just oh, sitting man. at the end of that a table. You mean, you, mean a, you mean an embarrassment? <laughs> <laughs> you mean not a serious person? I've been watching. Yeah, you hate yeah. Logan Roy? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Oh, no, I hate Kendall. Logan's Yeah, Logan's. I take it back. Logan's the one saying. Yeah, I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I love that you're like, Logan's a good guy. (laughs) I I mean, he's a beast is what I'm saying. (laughs) But point being, I I think ultimately, if we're we're really going to land this plane, because 
at some point we have to. It sounds like there is some possibility that there's truth to this and it's not just a cultural sort of timestamp that that if you don't have facial hair as a black man or if you do have a thick mustache as a white man, certainly you are doing something that we all need to be slightly wary of. And what that something is, is yet to be decided. Mm, amazing. Totally I, I, I throw in these last two words for more than two. Um, <laughs> uh, Abraham Lincoln had no mustache and a beard. That's right. He was half white, half black. People know that. And yeah. that's why he had that. So that's just a full, full <laughs> circle. Full circle. I, am on those, I am on those Reddit forums. Yes, I do know that. <laughs> yeah, he's Ethiopian, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then you look at that's him right. and you're like, I cannot yeah. see it. He's Ethiopian for He's sure. very tall and he got them eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, thank you guys though for letting me even do that. Stilo, this this oh, was a yeah, great was time. So Could you tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on? Um, we're still just uh, moving that train along, doing ridiculousness. Another <laughs> yeah. two thousand more episodes we just signed on for, which doesn't sound real, but it's real. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's the real number. Damn, good for y'all, man. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Jay, you can find me at, at Stilo Brim, I think across all, maybe not TikTok, but who cares? TikTokers are not watching this, right? Dang, not, our oh, peers, not our yeah. peers. Not our peers. No. Only pedophiles are on there. <laughs> <laughs> and if pedophiles, if you're listening, don't put us over there. Don't, don't mix and match, baby. <laughs> yeah. But follow Stilo, Bory, you, you, you got anything? Uh, cool guy jokes eighty seven on Instagram. Watch Royal Crackers on HBO. And June eighteenth, I'm headlining the DC Improv with my man Jamel Johnson. Come out and buy tickets to that. I think they're available online right now. And that's about it. Fuck yeah! Uh, and as uh, as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman. And May fifth and sixth, I'll be at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. May 12th and 13th, I'll be in Vegas at Wise Guys. And then May 19th and 20th, I'll be at Hilarities in Cleveland. Would love to see y'all motherfuckers out there. And as always, you can you can follow our YouTube, subscribe, write me in comments. We look forward to all that shit. And send us your own conspiracy theories, your own drops, your own accusations of who is and who isn't a pedophile to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. That's about it. Bye, bitch. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 